What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome back to another edition of All the Smoke, day two in L.A. with a very special guest. Uh, man, Jack, I, I got to give you the credit because you put me on the show, and I love it, man. It's one of the best shows on TV. Mm. Rest in peace to our brother, John Singleton. Yes. Uh, but welcome to the show. Amen. 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 Say that like you giving that Amen. praise Amen. out. Amen. You know? yeah. He said like you giving yeah. me praise. Yeah. Joseph. Yeah. 
Appreciate you, man. My Thank king. you for coming in today. Thank you, bro. Jerome. You know it. Yeah, you know, AKA. Know. Let's get that right. Let's get that right. Let's get that right. Tight Jerome. That's his uh, name, Jerome. First of all, congr oh, Uncle Jerome. Congratulations. Jamming uh, Jerome. Snowfall was just picked up for season six. Jamming Jerome. The Yard Father. Yes, the yeah, Yard Father. The Yard Father. Mm. <laughs> Jamming Jerome. All the damn speakers, six, man. How did, I mean, talk to us about that. It feels good, man, you know, to know that this started with a vision from John Singleton and the rest of the producers, FX, of, they fostered that relationship with us. You know, we started off slow. Everybody mm -hmm. knows that. And we built up to where now we're one of the more popular shows on television. The show. So that's, that means a lot to me. Six seasons means that we get to see a beginning, middle, and end to the story. Mm. So I'm, I'm just ecstatic to see how this all ends, you know? As the show continues to grow, obviously your character has continued to grow in a major way. Yep. Um, talk to us about that process. Get you some squabble, nigga. Put, yeah, you, you, you got to squabble to get your to get your character development, right? You got to squabble as a black man to get some character development. No, I'm just I'm just happy that the uh, that the writers have chosen to keep me around this long. You know, we're talking about stuff that really affected our communities right. for real, honestly. Mm -hmm. So even though there's this part of me that's kind of fun and charismatic part of it, this is this is indicative of what we know from the neighborhoods that we come from. Right. Um, where you not promised. Tomorrow. So the fact that I'm still around, the fact that there's something about this character that still gives some sort of something to mm -hmm. the story, whether it's a poetic justice to it, we'll see, you know, how, how it ends with Jerome, whether he, you know, but more than likely this is a tragedy. And as much as you feel the charisma and all of the things and you get connected to the character, we there's also the price that's paid for the life that you live in. Mm -hmm. um, so I always think about that and we'll we'll see how it ends, you know? Have you guys started shooting season six yet? We're not on season six. It'll probably end up this fall, okay. fall of 2022. One, th one thing I love about your character since we're speaking about it, I think it's easy for guys to come up in our different demographic to relate because it was always one guy that you knew was actually putting in work but he had a heart of gold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He cared about the neighborhood. He cared about the people around. Even though he was in that life, he still had the heart enough to know, know what he was doing, but cared about people and still gave game to the youth. And now those guys in the neighborhood had more respect than anybody, than the mayor, than anybody growing up in those neighborhoods. So a lot of people can relate to, to Uncle Jerome just from being from the areas we come from. Yeah, and I also think that, like, the character wasn't trying to make his nephew be him. Mm -hmm. He realized sometimes, sometimes if you really got an OG, they know that like, bro, you got a different path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I just sent my nephew, real life, off to a college tour. That he was able to go to like three, four HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Like that's a little different than right. my walk. Absolutely. You feel me? And we want to see people that have potential be able to actualize that. So I feel like the this uncle, unk, he's like, look. Nephew, you didn't have to do it like this, but now, wow, you show me that you can make money in a total different way. You flip the game, and I feel like Unc got a little intoxicated with that. Mm -hmm. You know that he was able to be like, okay, I can get off my four squares and turn this into something else. So I think we always got to remember that part too. That that just because the OG is there, that doesn't mean you need to follow. Sometimes the OG is trying to give you a leg up 
on 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 a whole different reality. Yeah, and a lot of times trying not to let you make the same mistakes that they made. Uh, Harlem. Yeah. Let's talk about the upbringing in Harlem. How was I, that? I mean, come on. That's I'm a product of Harlem. I, I grew up in a world famous Apollo Theater. That was like my theater home. Mm-hmm. I worked there throughout summer youth a little program in New York. I went to Rice High School. Y'all probably know Rice from Felipe Lopez. Yeah. And Kimber yeah. went there. Um, I wasn't shitting ball. Truthfully, what happened? <laughs> what happened was, I was, uh, you know, I was on the. I was making jokes and shit because I couldn't get I couldn't get no playing time. So the coach at the time, I remember Lou DeMello, the coach, he was like, um, you're not going to make the team king. So, you, you know, but there's an agent that I have that he works with sports athletes. Um, so that was like my first foray into, into entertainment. It was like going to sports auditions for mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. And, and, you know, all type of sports. And at the time I was like, you know, I booked a couple of those, saw some money. I'm like, all right, it's mm-hmm. okay that I'm not on the team. I'm, I'm right. winning in another way. Maybe I could take this and, and expand on it and and learn the craft. Because at the time, I was just getting it based off of, a you know, you're a little precocious kid. You got a certain look or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how, you know, that was kind of my growing up in Harlem. I started in the arts, uh, the National Black Theater Harlem. I went to the neighborhood playhouse What age downtown. did you find all this? Not to cut you off, what age did you start finding all this? I started finding all of this. I mean, I, I came up in plays and stuff and, and all throughout elementary and oh, all okay, that. Yeah. So early. But, yeah. but, yeah, but it wasn't a thing. It wasn't right. like you were supposed to do this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, commercial dude. <laughs> I was People would see me in, in the neighborhood be like, oh, commercial dude. You know? Like, <laughs> you, wanna, commercial. You, you know, you, you a commercial dude. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't taken serious. It was like, all right. But, um, but you know, when you're coming out of school and you're, you're watching some of your people know exactly what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It is nothing like a. This is for all young men and all women. It's it's nothing like finding what you your passion early. You know what I mean? Because it gives you a long it gives you a long uh, road to be able to say you know what I can fail I can I can get successes but I know where I'm going mm-hmm. I know what my intention is you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so I kind of really early kind of realized like, okay, that ain't ball. That ain't a whole bunch of other stuff. What could it be? And I like this. So can I put myself, can I discipline myself? And can I really learn the craft? Because at the time I ain't learned the craft. I thought, you know, like, put me up for uh, finding Forrester. Put me up for like the the biggest and best things. But I really didn't have the skills. So I had to mm-hmm. go to school to get that skill. I went to Howard University. Like I said, I went to a lot of um, theater homes in Harlem and also in greater New York. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, neighborhood playhouse and stuff like that, learning Meisner, so that I could feel like, I right, I got a weapon now. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a beast now. Now mm. you got to deal with mm-hmm. me. And look, this is this is 20, 25 years later that I'm able to show just a a glimpse of what you can do of what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, God keep us good, keep the dean good. Mm-hmm. You know, black mm-hmm. don't crack, mm-hmm. but. There's a lot in here. So, yeah, this magnet is strong now. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Yeah. It started way back then. Mm-hmm. So you said you didn't play hoops. Oh, it's going to get deep here, too. Yeah. It's going to get, yeah. it's going to get, yeah, yeah. aiming one of those. Yeah, keep that Let's de- go. You got to keep the dean strong. I want my young people to know that, like, we could we could focus on something for a long time and, and build a diamond out of that coal. Yeah. You know? that that That's what makes, you know, 
the the journey sweet. You know what I mean? Able to we always talk about being able to enjoy the good and the bad times yeah. the same way. You say you didn't wasn't good in hoop. Any other sports that you rock with? I played baseball. Speaking of baseball, I actually have a biopic that I want to talk about. Okay. Go Can we get it. into it now? Go ahead. I have a baseball biopic. It's called The Royal. It's coming out. I'm actually be, being able to um, premiere that, um, the show at, um, I'm sorry, the, the film at Howard University, which is my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a baseball player by the name of Willie Mays Aikens. Um, he ended up going to the World Series in a few few years afterward, he actually ended up um, getting the largest mandatory minimum drug sentence in, for any professional sports player. Mm. He ended up getting about 24 years, uh, which he was, he ended up uh, serving about 12 to 14 years of, of that sentence um, because he had crack cocaine. Um, and really he was a user, but he mm-hmm. cooked up some for uh, undercover Mm. Uh, officer and end up getting pinched mm-hmm. and gotten the draconian law, drug sentences that we saw, you know, yep. happening throughout everybody throughout yeah. the U.S. Um, so the name of that film is The Royal. I play that character, that lead character, Willie Mays Aikens. It's also a film that I produced, and that's it's coming out. This, shot. Oh, that's coming out this summer. Yes. Nice, mm. nice, yeah, nice. Make sure, make sure y'all go check that. Well, out. I mean, since we're in the space now, you spoke on it. Um, you know, not only do you act, you have a passion for producing. Um, anything else you're working on right now? Yeah, I also have a an amazing podcast series right now. Um, it's produced by Shondaland. It's called Hashtag Matter. And it's, it's just really pick up on a lot of stuff that you do, Jack, because it's about a father that his son ends up getting killed at a routine traffic stop. And the, the, um, when he gets stopped, the officers end up killing the son and, and the officer mistakenly kills his own partner as well. Mm. Well, the father that I played, Gerald Hayes, ends up kidnapping the officer on the scene, put the, put the hammers on him, put the squabbles on him, and ends up <laughs> taking him inside um, a sports lounge. And he video records this whole interaction on his cell phone, goes live, and he basically tells the public that he's going to try that officer in real time. That's going to be good. It's called Hashtag Matter. Like I said, it's produced by by Shondaland, you can find it on iHeartRadio or wherever you, um, wherever you listen to your podcast. So that's Apple or you know yeah. anything, Spotify, yeah. whatnot. So. But um, it's an eight-part series. When I talk about electrifying and you know a lot of these things we went through, and as you know, people get a little like, okay, I've done with. I'm, <laughs> we dealt with, um, you know, police violence. We've dealt with. Um, the iniquity that happens in the country. Mm-hmm. We don't want to deal with it right now. I understand that. But as we know, as long as you, if you don't keep that conversation going, it's going to die. It's going to die. And we don't learn the lessons and we repeat the same things over mm-hmm. and over. So, yeah, I would implore everybody to check out Hashtag Matt. I'm really proud of that particular piece. It's Hashtag well Matt. produced. And there's no way you can't. You know, if, you, if you're scared to have this conversation out loud, maybe it's something that you can listen, listen to, to in your car. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can hear different perspectives. And it, and it shows everyone's perspective. It shows the police officers. It shows the press. It shows the family members involved. It shows the young man, the little young, precocious young man that had a whole bunch of talent and a future and his life snuffed out. It shows his point of view. It shows everyone's point of view. 
Beautiful. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. HBCUs. Come on, baby. You graduated Howard University. You speak highly about HBCUs. We see what Dion is doing at HBCUs in sports. We see what uh, Mo Williams just got a head coaching job at Jackson State as well. Um, let's talk about your passion and, and, and how, and how uh, you feel about HBCUs. I'm going to send the young man or the young woman to an HBCU. You know, I'm not going to lie and act like if the kid doesn't, if the kid gets in an Ivy League school that we're not going to take advantage of some of the, of, of just that act, that type of access. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes, like I knew coming up where I was, <laughs> coming up in Harlem, I knew like college wasn't for everybody. Right, right. College wasn't for everyone. And it wasn't about how smart somebody was, you know? But it just didn't fit the lifestyle. It, it just didn't fit that person, that, that spirit, honestly. Um, but for me, when you go to HBCU, not only are you educated, you're also in, almost infected with a knowledge of yourself. Mm-hmm. You see a faculty that looks like you. Mm-hmm. You see, even if you grew up without a mother or without a father, you see people that are nourishing and supporting their children that can be surrogates to you. Mm-hmm. So you pick up a big brother, you pick up a father figure, you pick up another mother figure mm-hmm. to help some of the broken homes mm-hmm. that we've come from right. and communities that we've come from so that then you can put that same, that same pupil back into a community that's whole and now they have a network of people that were, you know, so get, don't get it twisted. I understand a lot of politics that go on with HBCUs, and I understand that a lot of people can be um, can be hesitant to send their children there, or can look at the business model of it. I understand all of that, but for what it was intended to be, and what it still is, because people like myself come mm-hmm. out of it and can give back and create a community of people. I think it's still important for so us. So what, what is the knock on HBCUs? Because I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I talk about the knock. I ain't going to even give it. Yeah, I but, I, I, but on the outside looking in, I can't see one because just like Dion said, we offer the same thing any other school could offer as you, HBCU. You don't so, want to be coached by Dion saying? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But he's saying that what's the knock on us? We offer everything else. There is no knock. It's just that, let's just be real. There's been a hierarchy that's been the put power in place. There's been, a, you know, and... And hmm, we've always been dominant. It's just the talent has left. So if the talent goes there, then the facilities get better. That's what Dion's bringing. Mm, Dion's bringing. Dion's bringing way more than just his name. He's bringing resources. Resources. He's bringing eyeballs. He's mm. bringing accountability. Mm-hmm. He's going that these kids deserve as much. He, they deserve the same type of training. They deserve the same everything. Right. You know, across the board. And um, and watch it flourish. Mm-hmm. Watch it flourish. And other places will will take note and take heed as well. Mm-hmm. It's um, be a domino effect. What makes Howard Homecoming one of the most premier events? <laughs> I've never been, but 
We finna start you never it. been the homecoming. We want to start. I miss Kyle. We want to take all the smoke homecoming tour. Y'all definitely need to take all the smoke homecoming tour. I'm gonna lose myself. That's fine. I'll, at least hey, I know ahead of time. You gonna be gone? Jack, I'm I don't need you to, to be gone. Jack, I, I don't out. need you to lose yourself. I, I, I'm gonna try not to. Hey, hey yo, they, they, listen. I'm gonna try not to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, chill. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yo, Jack gonna be in the yard like. Ah, I'm trying to tell I'm you. Just, <laughs> all right, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, homecoming. First of all, HBCU. Homecomings, period, because I feel like my Howard gets the gets the love because it's one of the bigger HBCUs. But man, I didn't been to homecomings at some of the smaller schools, and that's another Pop. thing. A lot of the smaller HBCUs, that's what makes up the historical black colleges. Okay. So when we focus on the ones that we know, like the Spellmans or the Morehouses, the Hamptons, the Howard Universities. Mm-hmm. Um, we we must not forget that there are a lot of other schools that make up the historical black colleges, that makes up that network of a, a premier type of of um, college experience for black people. Prairie View and them, would you put Come it in on. there? I put every I put the smallest. Yeah. From when it was Lincoln's to to my Jacksons, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to go on to a, you know, but what I'm saying is each historical black college matters, you know, so we can get into like, oh, now I went to this one, or I went to a small one or a big one, but at the end of the day, it's the network of those schools, because we got to remember through history, these were places that people could go into these regions, in these different regions. There's historical black colleges here in California, mm-hmm. <laughs> in LA. People don't even know, right. you know? So we just got to be cognizant of that. It's not just these bigger ones that mm-hmm. we've always heard of, you know? So as much as I'm going to give love to Howard with, you know, the homecoming at Howard, yeah, it's crazy. It's going, you're going to have a good time. Yes, I believe all the smoke definitely needs to be at Howard, on Howard's yard. Um, the Mecca. Come on, the Mecca. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I want to send love to, to the, all the other all schools, of them. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but since we're talking about it, what makes it the Mecca? What makes Howard the Mecca? It probably starts with D.C., bro. Mm-hmm. D.C. D.C. different. Oh, yeah, we know. I'm from New York, yo. D.C. took, it took me a minute. I was I thought I was going over like nah you going you going to feel this you going to sit down on this this yeah. DC this yeah. ain't New York bro this is different and DC has its own culture it has its own music its own vibe go, its go. own and Howard is a part of DC you don't get Howard without getting DC mm-hmm. first come get come get this culture of DC come get these black people mm. that represent a district that can't vote nationally mm. hmm. It's a lot of, a lot of, lot of legacy, a lot of power, a lot of disenfranchised voices in D.C. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I look at the um, that January sixth, right insurrection, whatever. But I never see that juxtaposed to what's going on really in D.C. Mm-hmm. Like how do people feel in real time? The real people that make up D.C. The chocolate city. Mm-hmm. I saw a whole bunch of people wilding out, but was my people wilding? Right. Or was they like, 
<laughs> All the people that were employed, whether it's D.C. police or Capitol police or, you know, anybody that, you know, contractors, whatever, what, how were they feeling during that time? Did we get that on camera? Mm -hmm. Did, we, we got they, we got they press, uh, no, right? We ain't hear nothing from that. Oh, those are people that live there, right? So, yeah, it's still a lot of iniquity going on. There's still a lot of misrepresentation going on. And um, like I said, when I moved to DC, I realized that, wow, here's a different culture and I need to learn this culture and appreciate it. And Howard is a part of this culture. Right. And, um, and that was a great experience. Our homecoming. Y'all yeah. coming. Was Biggie, said, coming. Biggie said, Howard homecoming with my man Capone drumming. I ain't gonna finish it, but you know what I'm saying? Howard homecoming, man. Hold <laughs> up, I'm on my way. What was uh, your kind of entry into the real world of acting? Uh, the real world. That's interesting. If you say the real world of acting, I'm gonna take something that ain't got nothing to do with the real world, you know? Cause I'm listening. I'm gonna take how you learn. I did a non-union film, maybe in coming right out of college. I did a non-union film that the director told me is boxers versus gangsters. It's like, all right. I used to amateur box at the time. I was like, all right, cool. One of my mans, Joe Suba, hooked me up, Harlem dude. Right? It's like, yo, we got this dude, a young kid. He from NYU. He got a bag from Hollywood to make a movie in Harlem. Got boxers versus gangsters. I'm like, all right, I'm game. <laughs> right? Man. When I talk about, like, stealing shots mm. in New York City, in Harlem, that's crazy. So I could mention, you know, the first whoop-de-whoop movie that I did that had star names in it. Right. And, but that was the first. That was the genesis of, wow, you could have a, you could have an outlook of being able to make a movie. I still feel like we are underappreciated for the type of films that we make. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be in Snowfall where it's a heightened um, narrative of the films that we love, mm -hmm. the, the entertainment that right. we love, that a wider audience can accept. Mm -hmm. But there's still the stuff that we love that isn't accepted, is undervalued, and can be made in a hood near you. Mm -hmm. Period. Real shit. And it don't need no names. Dame Dash was just on here and preached that oh, shit to he Jack. Knows, he, he knows. He broke it he down. Knows, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just broke he that knows. down to Jack. Mm -hmm. uh, when we have athletes on, we normally ask, what's your welcome to the NBA NFL moment? What was your welcome to? So we got your intro right there with the acting. What was your welcome to kind of Hollywood uh, moment, you feel like? Welcome to Hollywood moment, probably the movie The Expendables. I did with um, Sylvester Stallone. That was a huge mm -hmm. cast. And, mm -hmm. and Terry Crews was a, was a, was a big help for me, saw, let me see a lot of things that I'm actualizing right now. Um, but yeah, they had Schwarzenegger, you know, Dolph Lundgren, mm -hmm. Mickey Rourke, Jason, uh, Jason Statham, mm -hmm. and it, it was just packed. And um, I was able to, to work with them and 
be a villain against them. Mm. And that gave that definitely put a battery in my back to recognize that, yo, I could I can own my space. Um, it definitely was a coming out for me um, as far as knowing that this is where I belong mm -hmm. and I'm going to end up doing huge films. And, mm. you know, whether I want to play the villain or the protagonist or whether I want it to be loving or whether I want it to be insidious, or, you know, that I can play those different beats and have fun doing it and work with other professionals and learn, um, you know, really important. Uh, were there any... I guess you could say early on, but really just in general, have there been any actors or actresses you were kind of in awe of when you got a chance to either meet with them or work with them? Hmm. Or someone you looked in up to? In awe of when I worked with them or met them. Let's make this real clear, too. Actors, actresses, any anyone that has done anything of importance, I think is really important that we reach back to the people that are coming up. Um, anyone that reaches out to you, we can't get in touch with everybody that right. reaches out. But when we do have that impactful moment, that we don't blow them off, mm -hmm. that we don't... Um, make them feel less than. Make them feel less than. That we don't make it seem harder than it is. We already know it's hard. They know it's hard when they came up to you. It's hard enough coming up to you to talk mm -hmm. to you. So for me, there's a circle of truth around my head to make sure that um, that I always give something, you know, give give my real true life experience to someone in a little moment. We can do that. It's what we've been doing our mm -hmm. whole lives. You feel me? It takes a little longer. Sometimes people come up a little more rude than others, but we get that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm answering that question saying that, you know, I, I don't, I've never walked really on a set and been like, oh, I'm in awe. No, nah, I came here to, to get bodies. Mm -hmm. But it helps when the people that you meet are open. Mm -hmm. and, and if you're willing to learn, they're willing to teach. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to teach, they're willing to learn. Mm. It, it really helps. So I'll say that. You worked on big films and, and, and movies and projects and, and, and different types of people. But what particularly made John Singleton, in your eyes, different? That's a big bro. He was always enchanted with the uh, filmmaking process. That's one of the first things. When I say enchanted, like like the wizard. Like, mm -hmm. like he good. Um... I even till now say like, I could never tell you what John really thought about something. Because every time I ask him about something, his answer would be so off from what I asked him. <laughs> it would be like, like, I'd be like, oh, that's what you think? Mm -hmm. Okay, damn, didn't think that. But he was such a renaissance man. He was such a ahead of his time. And he was, um, he was infatuated with the filmmaking process. He was he was uh, inspired by seeing creatives by you know like um, collaborating with creatives. Mm -hmm. He was he was so inspired by by seeing you reach your full potential. He was a talent whore. Mm. He loved talented people. Mm -hmm. You know, he loved to collaborate 
and and entertain and and to break down script and story and it was beautiful to see that um and to work with him for 3 years like that you know and um and I really do miss him I miss his point of view I miss the charisma mm-hmm. I miss the family atmosphere that he gave I miss that you know I miss that you know he has a son that um big shout out to young little 7 that just had a birthday um you know he, my daughter he had a son a few weeks before I had my first daughter and I remember going shortly before he died cuz he died around the time that my daughter was uh, having her birthday and his son had just had his birthday so we went to the party and all that and um the way that he loved his children um John Singleton cannot be commemorated enough. Right. Period. Right. He is an institution. He's a foundation of telling our stories unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Let's never forget that. Right. And that's my big bro. Mm. We got it says a lot about him for for y'all to be able to continue on with the show and make the show what it is without him being here. That says a lot to to the person he was. That everybody still cares enough to make this show, you know, to see to see his vision and continue it on, you know, after he's yeah. gone. That says a lot about y'all too. Definitely. Being from Harlem, who? How did you prepare to be an OG? To be Unc in South Central. That's a whole nother coast, to baby. The, yeah, come on now. Some you had some practice or what? I mean, thank you for giving me my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely yeah. got to no, Definitely got to You the uncle. You, you the yeah. Unc. Yeah, I'm, I feel like listen. I feel like I don't care if you're from Memphis, you're from Nashville, you're from Birmingham, mm. from Detroit, you're from Harlem, you're from the Bronx, mm. you're from Watts, wherever you're from, you from Gary. Let's get deep. Let's go. Mm-hmm. This America been some shit. And Long time. there are these, these rebels, these people that didn't fit in, mm-hmm. these unks that wasn't going to take no shit, mm-hmm. that wasn't going to suffer this either. Like, I'm going, <laughs> excuse my language, I'm going to fuck. Yeah. I'm going to sin. Yeah. I'm going to live my life unapologetically mm-hmm. on my level. On my terms. Whatever my fucking education is, but don't get it twisted. I'm smarter than mm-hmm. the, the most of them. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. I'm up. Mm-hmm. I might have done some time. I might have figured some things out. I might know the important things to me. My woman. Mm-hmm. My community. And when I say community, I mean the motherfuckers I fuck with. Yeah, family, yeah. My family. Mm-hmm. That shit universal to us. Yeah. Without knowing your last name. Mm. Mm. Given last name. Mm. Mm. We know that. Mm-hmm. So the rest is why you pay me the money, you know? Right. It's because <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to make on. that. I'm going to give you the regionality. I'm going to make it. 
South Central. I'm going to make it whatever region. I'm going to put whatever I, I, I on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the sauce, the seasoning mm-hmm. pepper on mm-hmm. it. But, but that's the core. The core I had because that was given to me from the experience that I lived. And to be able to give that to an audience that I, nah, that feels good. That feels good. Because mm-hmm. some of that stuff was just pain. Right. Real pain. Some of that stuff was just pain. Mm-hmm. So to be able to transmute that and be able to be like, no, I can give that as art. I can give that as entertainment. That feels good. You know? Yeah. That's dope. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. To, to, to say we in that time in the 80s, how, is it, how important are the people around, like the people that get the wardrobes and all, and, and the scenery, like scenery to back to the 80s? Like how, how important are those people? You got the curl, you know, just the whole outfits, the jacket. They had you with the speaker, that, yeah, all that. Yeah, hold on, baby. Excuse me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no putting a break on that. <laughs> Boy, I say, hold up, hold up. It's not happening right now, is it? <laughs> it's not happening right now, is it? <laughs> I didn't know if he was fucking with us or not. I knew it, 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 I knew it. I'll be fucking with them goddamn actor niggas. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Ron? What's up, Ron? You spread hey. that shit the wrong way, huh? Huh? That shit going the wrong way. What you mean it's going my wrong? Shit, my shit is natural. Your shit is wrong, shit too. Shit is natural. Oh, come on now. You know you need a little bit of this shit too. You put a little bit of shit in your shit, man. Come on now. <laughs> He's here. Hey, hey, come on now. Nothing. What's up? What up, baby? There ain't that much. What you talking about? Y'all say y'all up in the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Who want smoke? You want all the smoke. You want all the smoke. All the smoke. Yeah, I got crack. Got crib. Which one? Smoke. We don't talk about that on camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that on camera. I do. I do. You do. Well, let's talk about let's talk about Franklin. Who? Nephew. Nephew. Real quick, before we talk about Franklin, we had Deion Sanders on. He said his curl was look wet, but it was dry. Your shit just looked dry. <laughs> What's your shit? Fuck you talking about. <laughs> your shit look dry. <laughs> this nigga talking about my shit look dry. This motherfucker, you know how you want to start this shit off? We can start this shit off now. That shit there. <laughs> Quick hitters. Yeah. Fuck you mean? And, 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 and we talking the wrong. We ain't talk, you know yeah, what I'm saying? We talking, we talking the wrong. We talking the wrong. Dream co-star in a movie hey, and yo. director for Jerome. God damn it. Not Amen. Got it. Say it again. Huh? Dream coach, someone you would like to work with as an actor, actress, or and if producer. If I was a goddamn actor, I want that goddamn um, Pam Grill. Mm. Pam A. <laughs> Foxy Brown. Hey, yeah, that Pam Grill. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, Pam girl. I think she fuck with a nigga like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no question. Oh, yeah. She like, she like real nigga. Hey, Pam Grill, be out there. <laughs> Let me talk directly to your heart. My fucking face hurts. <laughs> talk directly to you. Oh, shit. Let me talk directly to your heart. <laughs> you need a man like me. Now I got a woman. But we come in twos. Mm -hmm. It's a package deal. Me and my old lady. 
We take care of everything that you need to be taken care of. Louis like that's women. Say. Louis don't like women no more. Damn shit, she. Just... Oh, I'm about to say Louis. That's what she. Knows. Pam girl. Yeah, Lou, you, you, Lou, and Pam. That's nice. Ooh, you a lucky man. Where the camera? That's your single right there. That's it. He looking in her eyes right now. Not a soul. Pam Grill. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Send that in. How you doing now? That's it. Cut. Y'all cut the shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pack what's, that up. Hey, what's Jerome top five, top five movies of all time? Chef. Chef one. Car wash. Car wash. <laughs> the Mac. Hey, that's it, Nick. Rest <laughs> in peace, Mac Julian. Ooh. He just passed recently. Oh, penitentiary then. Penitentiary. penitentiary then. Oh, man, the Ooh. Midnight Thug. Two, one and two. Yeah. <laughs> That's four or five. <laughs> penitentiary, Who man. Who that back there? Midnight, <laughs> Midnight Thug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Midnight Thug. That's the shit. It's penitentiary, boy. Yeah. That, was, that was it. Come on. <laughs> Too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs> Run, <Ride> damn. <laughs> Run. Oh, yeah, that's good shit, there. there I go. refilled you, too, if you need it. Good, you back off. Uh, top five New York, uh, New York athletes of all time. Huh. I'm going to go with Walt Clyde Frazier. Mm. That's a, Best dressed. That's smooth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Him and the Earl of the Pearl. Mm. Last time we got a goddamn championship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. All right. Let me get, uh, let me get, where that little Opie boy? Little Opie boy on the Giants be winning the championship. Eli Manning. That motherfucker wins some shit. <laughs> I don't know how the goddamn nigga. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker throw a goddamn football to shit doing like that. <laughs> he the still <laughs> motherfucker catch it. Touchdown, man. Tom Brady kryptonite. Mm. That motherfucker. Him. Let me get, uh, he ain't win nothing, but. I like it. I like it. Passion. The trail's pretty well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's a motherfucker. Yeah. Give me your slap the shit out the coach. Slap the shit out the coach. Come in, nigga. <laughs> put me in the game, coach. That's a that's a put me in the game. Yeah. Put me in the game, coach. Oh shit. I like him. Uh, Patrick Ewing fucking knees. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Ewing's knees. Patrick Ewing knees. Put that in there. And yeah. he was he was a hell of a center. Bad knees. One Cock quote type shit. One quote to live by. Yeah. I know one that you out that you really stand on though, and uh, it might not be the quote you live by, but I know one you stand on. Yeah. Can I get it to you? Come on. Get you some squabble. Uh, come on, Jack. You gonna have to work better on that now. Jack, let's try that again now. Okay. <clears throat> I ain't say it like that. Come on now. This goddamn acting class now. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Come on. Now, no, no, I'm, I'm the motherfucker. <clears throat> Trey say he need these keys. I don't give a fuck what Trey say. You better get you some squabble, nigga. <laughs> Cast him! <laughs> Cast him! Cast him! <laughs> I saw some of that palace brawl in it, man. Saw some of that real shit. Yeah. 
so oh my God. shit got real for a minute. Oh motherfucker, thank you. OG, so. yeah. OG. Uh. Yeah, uh, uh, that uh, uh, that's the moment I was I wanted. Yeah, the show. I, I, I've been telling them why I wanted. Yeah, I'm glad you came, and that's the moment I wanted. Thanks for giving me that moment, my brother. Hey, I love y'all, man. I love you love. too, man. Y'all appreciate for the culture. It. You know what it we is. Appreciate that, man. Close it out with the last question, Jack. If you could have one guest on All the Smoke, OG Jerome, who would it be? Go but on. before you answer that question, you have to help us get your answer on the show. Goddamn, nephew. Hey. Uncle wouldn't be here without his goddamn nephew. Mm. Hey, nephew! <laughs> hey, nephew! <laughs> Come on, old goddamn old smoke. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We need you. Hey, before we get you out of here, we got something for you. Can't not let you leave without having you with some all the smoke gear, my brother. Got you some merch. That's the least we can do to show our appreciation for having you on, OG. Hey, OG, you might I know you got a lot going on. I know, I know you and Louis still trying to work this plug thing out with Reed, so just the, the fact that you took the time out to get off the streets and come in and give us an interview, we highly appreciate it. It ain't nothing but a goddamn dream to me right here. And got new cameras and what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> we got a towel around in there, I'm too. I'm somewhere back in the, the 80s right now. Huh? Good. I said we got a towel in there, too, so you don't drip up the uh, the collar of the sweatshirt. So you mean in, in, in your... 2022, get on stage with goddamn jumpsuits on and, <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, and be good. Uh. <laughs> the future. You're going to like it. That's crazy. Yeah, you're going to be all right. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's some new shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, congratulations on season six. Again, we appreciate your time today here, Unc. Uh, yes, man, that's a wrap. You can catch all the smoke on Showtime Basketball YouTube. In the iHeart platform, Black Effects. That's your solo. Take us out. What you got, Unc? Fuck out of here. <laughs> it landed on the camera. That shit landed on the camera. Jack, put that shit on, Jack. Put that shit on, Jack. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, yo. That shit look hard, though. <laughs> That yeah. shit look hard though, Jack. Get you some squawk. <laughs> all this goddamn plan. <laughs> we gonna get the plug or else. <laughs> Fuck what Louie talking about. <laughs> Let's go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 